Hello, friends. If this is your first time joining us, this is Alina Van Dyke. I am your podcast hostess, and I am thrilled to invite you and welcome you in to Restoring Christianity. This is the rebrand of the Minifinese podcast, and today will be the transition, the story time of what it was and what it will be. The past 14 episodes for me have felt like a mini transition. <laughs> I know we even I even have an episode titled that. This well, let me just get into the story. So, many many years ago, many many moons ago, there was a podcast called Minifinies and it was widely successful as far as I was concerned for being a young girl talking about God and spirituality and putting together some subscription boxes that we would mail out called the reconnect kit and um, just share my heart. It was a place where you guys could come and for 15 minutes or so on your drive to work, listen and be inspired by something in your everyday life to get a little bit closer to God and take this little step towards him. But many years ago, um, after it was successful, um, my life fell apart. And I write about it in my book. I've talked about it in other podcasts. Then I went through this Job season where the Lord had me give up and or took away my husband, my job, my career, my life, everything. Um, I didn't die. I didn't mean like that. He just took away everything that was superficial, I guess, everything he could take away. And he moved me across the country and I went to an internship at the International House of Prayer in Kansas City. And when I did that, um, we paused the podcast for a little bit because I was on the night watch. It was kind of a weird schedule, you know, tons of practical reasons just made sense to kind of pause it. But I was there and a voice became very loud. And that voice, a friend um, for lack of a better title, told me that the podcast was not of the Lord, was not good, was not um, bringing people closer to God, but was actually leading them astray and or could. Maybe that's a better way of saying it. It's not like this person said, you're a false teacher, you're doing this or whatever. It was just, just enough to create doubt, to put that bug in my ear of what you're doing is causing more harm than good and it's not right and you shouldn't be doing this. And I bowed to that voice. We shut down the podcast and I deleted it from everywhere so that all the episodes are still in my laptop but not available publicly. And um, long story short, it grieved me and I think it still grieves me today. It's one of it's one of my biggest regrets. In the time that I knew that person, there were a few things that they told me to delete and remove and um, throw away, all kinds of things to kind of erase my past. And so this story is a story of death and rebirth. And I think that at the beginning of the podcast, 14 or so episodes ago, when we restarted Minifinies and built the website and all the things that were practical, um, my heart hasn't fully still been with you because it has been not, not like consciously grieving, but just aware that what was once lost isn't exactly the same anymore. And 
that I have changed a lot in four years and hopefully you have too. And so the message, while the same, because the core of who I am will never change. I will always believe that God is in the transformation business, that he desires to heal us from the inside out, that he calls us in every single way of our lives to honor him, that we're called to love him with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, that we're called to love others as we love ourselves with healthy boundaries, and that everything is spiritual, that he's in the everyday, that every single moment of every single day, if we have eyes to see it and ears to hear it, the Lord is speaking and he is with us. And so in some ways, that part of this podcast will never change because that's who I am. <laughs> and that's it's just the core of my being to believe that everything is spiritual and that we should live wholeheartedly with wholehearted pursuit of the Lord. But on top of that today, it's an interesting place for me because I'm in the exact same position today. And you'll hear the emotion in my voice as I say this. Many voices have risen up to come against my ministry, my work, maybe even myself. And in the challenge, because in the past, about roughly four years ago, I decided to bow to that voice and make them louder than God. This time, I'm choosing to listen to God instead of the voice of man. And so today I come to you with a rebrand saying those voices are wrong. And now it's no longer these little lighthearted mini epiphanies. It is time that we, the remnant, the people that desire to wholeheartedly follow God, restore his name and restore Christianity and restore what was lost and what was stolen by the enemy. And I don't mean to do any of that because the Lord needs defending. That's not what this is. This is about restoring and returning to his heart. Because especially here in America, I know there may be listeners all over the world, but here in America, Christianity has been slandered and defiled and Christ is mocked and it is not it's not the same world that I grew up in. And so today, it is my heart's desire to still be the genuine, sweet, <laughs> um, nine-wing <laughs> that I am, um, but it's also to no longer hide the eight and recognize that, and if that, hopefully, you know, I'm referencing the Enneagram, um, nine is the peacemaker Eight is the challenger. And there is so much challenging crap out there right now that it's clear that someone needs to set the record straight. And so just the other day, for example, I was listening to a podcast that was about replacement theology and that Jesus is never returning. And I was like, where in the world? What? Like how? No, this is not real. We as Christian believers in Jesus Christ, believe that he is coming back. And we believe in the Old Testament that it is important, that it is still valuable today, and that the Lord loves Israel and loves the Jewish people. That is a crucial element to being a follower 
of Jesus Christ. Because Jesus was not Christian. He was a Jewish man. In this day and age where the heart of the Lord and his word are so misrepresented and the name of Christ is being misused for all kinds of abuse and legalism and all kinds of things, it is my desire to speak truth, to bring clarity, and to bring even other voices in now to interview with me and speak with me on the podcast and bring expert advice about modern Christian living. I want to speak the truth without hype because the hype is disastrous right now. So you're not going to get just hypey, happy, whatever. This is going to be real. And it's also not going to be hypocritical. I am someone that is not comfortable preaching about anything that I am not living myself. And so you can take it to the bank. You can email me. It will be real to me, everything that we talk about. I don't want to be afraid to address real issues in religion and in the church. We're going to go with a gentle and loving approach, but we're going to deconstruct religious legalism and lies and false teachings to uncover the way that wolves in sheep's clothing are taking over Christianity in America, and we're going to restore the truth and highlight the name of Jesus and put him back on the altar instead of worship leaders and loud music and false truths and false prophets and false teachers. And I want to extend an invitation to you that in the midst of all of that, we're going to wholeheartedly love God with all of our heart and all of our mind and all of our soul and all of our strength. And we're going to reconstruct a healthy, deep, meaningful faith in the Lord. Because if we deconstruct, but we don't rebuild anything, then we're left with nothing. And so I want to inspire you to not just walk away or turn away from things or give up because it's too complicated or give up because there's so many voices that you don't know which one is true. But instead, I want you to live with intention and seek the Lord and choose to love him wholeheartedly and trust that God is still good, even though the world is messy and God is still faithful, even when things are falling apart and that the Lord still loves you and died for you. And that is real. And it was true. And when you encountered him, it was real and true. Even if the church that you went to or hurt you created a legalistic mindset that we need to tear down because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And so I want to restore hope that Christianity is still relevant it is still life-changing, and it really is still morally imperative for us to be able to walk our, out our salvation with fear and trembling and know that we are being sanctified day by day in order to walk into the fullness so that when we get to heaven, we hug him and he says, well done, good and faithful servant. In 2022, um, which is now like, I don't know, maybe six months ago or so, <laughs> I just don't have an exact date, but I know it was before the end of the year last year. I have a lot of shower conversations with the Lord and so I was in the shower and actually it was, it was more like a vision. Um, I saw Jesus sitting on a bench and he looked really sad and the Lord has never appeared to me that way. I've never seen him that way or anything like that. Um, and I, I remembered feeling the longing that you do with a friend that if you saw your friend sitting and grieving, that you would want to go up to them and hug them and hold them and and say, oh my gosh, what's wrong? And like, who died, you know? And, um, and my heart was stirred by his sorrow. 
And he said to me, my people perish for lack of knowledge. And I have been mulling that over for months. And I'm sorry, I'm emotional, but I'd rather you hear me emotional than hide it from you. Um, Because today, as I was working on the rebrand, he said, their hearts are far from me. And I just feel like there is so much confusion and so many lies and so many voices creating doubt for all of us that we are all on a journey to find the truth and seek him. And so I am challenging every single one of you to lean into really my last podcast when I talked about communion and say, please plead the blood of Jesus around you every single day. Take communion every single day because we are living in a time where if we don't intentionally pursue God, we will fall away from him. He said that to me years ago and it didn't make sense. And now when I look at the world and I look at what's happening around us and I look at the ways that things are copying what happened before World War II and the way that our country's falling apart, the way that other countries have when they've made these same choices in um, laws and cultural changes and stuff, it's clear that a lighthearted approach to our faith is no longer enough. A Sunday Christian is not going to make it in today's world. Your children are not going to make it if you're just a Sunday Christian and you clock in and clock out. We are at war, whether we are aware of it or not. Ephesians tells us that there's powers and principalities that stand against us. There are gods that stand against us. And they're little G-gods and they are nothing compared to the king of the universe. But we can't be naive and we can't shield our eyes anymore. We have to wake up and realize that while the world crumbles around us, we have to hold on to Jesus. And so I've sat for months trying to figure out what to share, what to say, how to say this, how to preach, how to obey him, because it is the deepest desire of my heart to fulfill the things that he's asked me to do, but to do them wholeheartedly and to do them in the right spirit. And I feel like there are so many voices right now that are angry and are challenging the system out of rebellion and anger to the system. And then there's so many voices that are just agreeing with it and bowing to the culture. And the truth is, is that the Bible does neither one of those things. And Jesus did neither one of those things. He was upset with the religious leaders and he called them vipers. There's no doubt. He flipped tables. But when you read God's character across the board and you read the whole Bible, he is constantly calling a people to him. And he's saying, listen to my heart and don't do things because of religious requirement. Do them because your heart loves me and you want to obey me and walk in partnership with me more like a spouse than a slave. And in a lot of ways, I feel like we don't even know what that means anymore. Like those words don't even hold meaning because we don't have a right definition of love. And because we don't have a right definition of love, we think that love is either abusive or it's always agreeing with us. And so there's not a good conceptual walked out example for us of what Jesus would have really meant by come and link arms with me and walk with me with your own free will, say yes. And 
that's difficult enough to understand already. But then when we're in the midst of this spiritual warfare, when I said we're at war, I mean, we're at spiritual warfare with all of these other voices and all of these other things that are vying for our attention and vying for our agreement and vying for our worship, really. Every social media account is vying for your praise at this point. Thousands of years ago when Jesus came, it wasn't the same level of distraction and people didn't move at the pace we move at today. They still had Sabbath and rest and like normal breaks. And we're trying to run technology, constantly be looking at our phones, multitasking, see who liked our post, see who we need to like in order to make sure we do our duty as a friend, plus stay up on the news and stay up on what's happening and do our work at work all at the same time. We're in this go, go, go all the time. That culture back then could go listen to Jesus preach and then sit and think about it all week. And I can say something to you right now, and by the time you're done listening to the podcast, you're going to be listening to a different one, and your brain is going to be in a different space already. And I'm asking you to slow down a little bit and meditate on the things that the Lord is saying, because the Spirit is saying something to the church today. And again, if we are not paying attention to it, we're going to miss it. So if I were to boil down everything I said, I would say that deep down, my aim is to impart to you the spirit of revelation so that you would come into the knowledge of God and his true character, not the false God that everybody talks crap about, not the lies of the religious right or progressive left, but that we would seek the way of the Lord, the middle way. And that we would know him, that we would know his love for us, and that we would have our hearts healed so that we can draw near to him and pursue him wholeheartedly. From the bottom of my soul, I want you to know the God that I know. I want you to know the Jesus Christ that loves you and died for you. I want you to meet the real him, not the one that church or society talks about or the ideas or concepts of things that you saw on a stage. I want you to encounter God for yourself. I want you to meet the lover of your soul face to face. And I know from experience that just being in his presence and knowing him heals you and transforms you. Because when you know him, then you come into the knowledge of the identity of who he created you to be, and you stand confidently as a son or daughter of God, knowing the way that he created you and not raging against what he chose you for, but truly walking into that predestined election for your life, that he has a plan and a dream and a desire for you that is far, far, far greater than you could ever hope, dream, or imagine. And we actually say yes to that plan. And we tear down everything that stands in the way of loving him and walking into it wholeheartedly. And that's what I want for you is God's best. Not that you would settle for anything less, not that you would listen to any lies or any manipulative spirit that wants you to do something different, 
but that you would say yes to him. I am asking the Lord in this podcast to impart to you Paul's prayer in Ephesians, that the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in you, the saints, what is the immeasurable greatness of his power for us who believe, far above all rule and authority and powers and dominions that stand against us, that his name is above every other name. That is my prayer for you, that you would know him, that you would know his character, that you would have a spirit of wisdom and revelation, that your heart would be enlightened and and come to the fullness of loving him, loving others, loving yourself, that you would have hope for your future because he knit you together in your mother's womb and he has a plan and a purpose for your life, that you would know the riches of your inheritance in heaven, that the things that are here on earth would be not as meaningful as preparing treasures in heaven for your future, and that you would know that his power and his authority stands above every other lower power and lower authority that stands against us and that he, your God, fights for you. That you can call on the name of the Lord and the blood of Jesus Christ and that it has power and it has authority. So I'll end with asking you and inviting you to restore Christianity with me to go on a journey and to not give up on the faith of our forefathers, to not give up on the message of Jesus and the power that it carries to heal and deliver and transform lives. I'm asking you to have hope that even if I am the only one, that there might be a Christian somewhere on the earth who's sincere and trying to do the right thing, and not angry, and not clueless, <laughs> that, that somebody is actually seeking the way of the Lord, and saying, it's this way, come with me. Don't be led astray by all the other lovers that are vying for your attention, by all the little gods that can't see and can't hear. When the lover of your soul has called you by name, and is asking you to walk with him every moment of every day in this life and in the life to come. Don't give up yet. And I say that to everyone, because even to you, the Christian who's all in, wholehearted, doing everything you can to follow Jesus, even you struggle (laughs) with distraction and wondering if you're doing a good enough job or whatever. There are always voices vying for you to doubt and fear to come steal, kill, and destroy. No matter who you are, no matter where you are, no matter how confident you are in your faith. Because today you may be at the peak shouting, everything's amazing, but tomorrow you may be in the valley of the shadow of death and in the dark night of the soul. And so this is a place to be real and vulnerable about all of that. 
and know that even those of us that are doing our best to say, everyone come this way, even we doubt and even we struggle. And so that is one thing I will promise you again, like that, that this podcast is a place to be real, not to put on all the big flashy lights and the skinny jeans on a Sunday morning and act like everything's amazing or act like you have to look a certain way or be a certain way in order to be loved by Jesus because he goes to the lowly and he goes to the meek and he goes to the broken and he goes and covers the sin of the adulterous woman and he loves every single one of them. And we are all broken and we are all on a journey to wholehearted love for him. So I invite you on that journey to restore your love for him and for yourself and for the world around you. And last but not least, I want to end every episode with a prayer because so many people say, oh yeah, I'm praying for you or thoughts and prayers or whatever, and they don't do it. And so if there is one place where when you're feeling low, you're like, I can just go to the Restoring Christianity podcast with Alina Van Dyke and she will pray for me. (laughs) Lord, come be with us. It is our desire to seek you and to know you. Lord, I ask that for every listener, that you would restore everything that the enemy stole, that you would restore everything that was lost or taken from us. Lord, I ask that we would return to you with wholehearted love, that you would restore in us a desire to pursue you, that you would restore our first love for you, that you would remind us of when we first encountered you or we first chose you, And Lord, I ask that there would be true encounters, that you would give listeners dreams and visions of who you are, that you would reveal yourself to them in the day-to-day, in this podcast, as they read the word. Lord, as they encounter other people, that they would see Jesus in them. Holy Spirit, come and fill our minds. Come and open our eyes to see you. Come open our ears to hear you. Lord, we ask that we would love you with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, that everything that stands in the way of us going all in would be removed and that you would be with us and that you would fight for us in every spiritual battle that this listener is in right now. Lord, I ask that there would be peace in the storm and I command the storms to be still by the power of the blood and the name of Jesus Christ. And I plead your blood over their lives and over the lives of their family. And I ask God that you would bring healing where healing is needed, that you would bring revelation where revelation is needed, that whatever it is that they need, God, that they would cry out to you and that you would give an answer that's even better or even bigger or even more obvious than they could have ever dreamed of. Lord, come be with us. Come silence every voice that stands against us. And I thank you for the confidence that you're bestowing on us even now in this moment to step forward in the knowledge of you and in the knowledge of our identity as chosen by you. Lord, thank you for everything that you're doing for us, seen and unseen. We bless you and we bless your name and we praise you. 
We ask that every promise that you have given to us would be fulfilled. And we say yes to your plan and your will and your way. In Jesus' name, amen. From the bottom of my soul, thank you for listening. And thank you for going on this journey with me.